The following was said by Margaret Brennan on CBS. I can't believe this. President Biden's decision to pull the U.S. out of Afghanistan led to the collapse of its government, its military, the death of 13 Americans, and it left tens of thousands of Afghans hoping to escape. Girls over 12 can no longer be educated. It is one of the darkest moments of the Biden presidency to date. Amazing that Margaret Brennan and CBS would come that strong, coming out that strong against the Biden regime when the Biden regime was telling us essentially, as I reported before, AP breaking news. This was on Thursday. A National Security Council review of the chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan largely lays the blame on former President Donald Trump, saying President Joe was severely constrained by the decisions of his predecessors. And the lies don't end there, folks. I mean, pause, hard stop here. President Trump was going to withdraw out of Afghanistan. But he was going to do so measured, get our equipment out first, get the people they need to get out first. And when we withdraw, we withdraw in order, not leaving our stuff behind, not leaving our people behind, vetting the proper people that assisted us in the war and getting them out. Orderly. And having sufficient troops there to protect everything before they come out. Joe Biden didn't follow the plan. He was not constrained by President Trump. But these lying sacks, they have no shame. In Espanol, we say, sin vergüenza. It, it, it has a stronger connotation than it does in English when you say shameless. These are people that really have no shame. They're psychopaths. They're sociopaths. They're absolutely evil, vile, and wicked. And among them is National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. This is the this is the bold-faced lie he told on national television during the press conference. Once you turn it over, it's just like what we're doing in Ukraine. We give Ukraine uh, artillery ammunition, Stinger anti-air missiles, Javelin anti-tank. It's their stuff at that point, not the Americans. It's their stuff. That stuff belonged to the Afghans. And so this idea, this argument is just ludicrous that we left millions of dollars of stuff in Afghanistan. We didn't. We turned it over as the previous administration would have done too because part of their thinking was they were going to have to turn this material over. It was turned over appropriately uh, and carefully and deliberately with the Afghan National Security Defense Forces. What evil warmongering liars I mean, look, the Taliban has published cash and all the military equipment that we left behind for them to use, making videos of it, like rap videos, showing that bling bling cash money and equipment. And President Trump clearly said he had a plan to bring that stuff back or destroy it and not leave it in the hands of enemies. By the way, the weapons seized by the Taliban were actually not millions, but $85 billion dollars of U.S. funding to Afghan army, 600,000 weapons, 75,000 vehicles, and 200 aircraft. And they still want to blame it all on Trump. You heard him say that right there. Second, real quick, folks, here's an uh, IRS last-minute warning. Don't want you guys to be uh, taken by this. 
I guess there's some scams going on. By the way, any scam you anything you see in the comment section that has my name and likeness, it says BCP pinned by BCP and it has my face and it has a WhatsApp number and it says, hey, I've got something for you. You're special. Don't fall for it. It's a scam. I'm not, I don't use WhatsApp. I don't have WhatsApp and I'm not contacting you to sell you anything and asking you to send me money. If you want to support us, you go over to therealbcp.com or you go over to bcpextras.com and you can support us there monetarily through those systems and have access to exclusive content. Nothing going down. I'm not selling you anything in the comment section. But anyway, there's a couple of scams that you need to be on the lookout for. So I'm just mentioning this because I have seen one of these pop up. The first is the anything that says that you can get some additional credits and therefore refunds to the employee retention credit. The IRS has put out a notice saying that they are going to be auditing people over these because there's lots of scams. And the one that I've seen is the federal tax paid on fuels credit or the credit for federal tax paid on fuels. That is a very specific one for machinery and farm vehicles. So unless you have a farm or you have machinery, you're not really able to take advantage of the credit for federal tax paid on fuels. But that's one I have seen floating around, so I figured I'd mention it. Save yourself some heartaches if your tax repair is trying to tell you to take that. You might be opening yourself up to an audit. By the way, the IRS is not the only one taking your money. Check this out. J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon suggests in his letter to annual shareholders that in order to push their agenda, the government may start getting very heavy-handed with imminent domain laws. Check this out. The window for action to avert costliest impacts of global climate change is closing. At the same time, the ongoing war in Ukraine is roiling trade relations across Europe and Asia and redefining the way countries and companies plan for energy security. Permitting reforms are desperately needed to allow investments to be done in any kind of timely way, We may even need to evoke imminent domain. We simply are not getting the adequate investments fast enough for grid, solar, wind, and pipeline initiatives. James, what do I care what the president and CEO or the CEO of JP Morgan has to say about this? He's not a politician. Folks, who has the ears of the politicians if not big business and big banks? It's an incestuous relationship. They're in bed with them. And the government is pushing these companies to invest in, uh, you know, diversity and environmental friendly initiatives and companies and what have you. How do you think these guys are going to make money if they do that? They go to the government, they go there as lobbyists, or their lobbyists go to our legislators and say, hey, look, we want to invest in the green economy. But we need your help to make that happen. You want more wind and solar farms? You want more green energy stuff? You're going to need to, as a government, go and start grabbing land for us to build out the infrastructure for this to happen. It's not so much of weird idea by JB Diamond of of JP Morgan. It's a preview of what the sneaky bastards are up to.
using and evoking eminent domain to seize private property to build their wind and solar farms and other green energy pipe dreams. Before I get into what Jim Jordan's up to, to kind of stay thematically where we're at with the Middle East and Biden, as a result of Joe Biden's disastrous economic policies, there are now coordinated efforts to weaken the global reliance on the U.S. dollar and macroeconomic crisis. So now we're getting reports that Prince Mohammed bin Salman has expressed indifference toward Joe Biden. We didn't need to hear the, those whisperings to see that that's true. According to a recent report in the Wall Street Journal, Saudi Arabia's crown prince has reportedly told his associates that Riyadh is no longer interested in pleasing the United States. The crown prince says he didn't care if Biden misunderstood him and that the United States should focus on its own interests. Also, it was added, quote, this is not the first time that Prince Mohammed bin Salman has taken a strong stance against the U.S. In fact, he's made it clear that Saudi Arabia does not have the right to lecture the U.S. And the same goes the other way. With deteriorating relations between Saudi Arabia and the Biden administration, the prince's comments do not come as a surprise. Remember last week that uh, Saudi Arabia and other OPEC plus company, uh, countries said that they're going to be cutting production of up to 1.15 million barrels per day from May through the end of the year. Of course, Biden disapproved. We wouldn't give a damn if we had Trump back and or, or if we had energy independence back. Joe Biden, obviously there's an agenda here, but let's just say Joe Biden really wanted to be a good president. He could have just did everything that Trump was doing, keep the same policies, just say this is, you know, build back better instead of make America great again, build back better. He could have relabeled everything and just kept the status quo. And people would be like, well, you know, I didn't vote for, I'm not one of the 81 million who wanted Joe Biden, but hey, he's doing a great job. Or at least he's not screwing things up. But of course not. He's an installed puppet. And the installers put him there to destroy America and destroy. Now, I don't think that we necessarily need to be cozy with uh, with OPEC and Saudi Arabia. Don't get me wrong. What I'm just saying is, by design, we have made enemies of the people that Joe Biden has and his handlers have made us beholden to. That is the point of that. All right, let's get into... Jim Jordan going straight to the top, wanting to get the big cheese, the real brains and brawn behind Alvin Bragg. Representative Jordan expands probe into Manhattan DA office, seeks info from top Trump prosecutor. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan on April 7th, Friday, expanded his probe into the indictment of former President Donald Trump, asking for documents and testimony from a leading prosecutor in the Manhattan District Attorney's criminal case against Trump. Specifically, Jordan addressed a letter to Matthew uh, Colangelo, a senior counsel at the DA's office and former Department of Justice DOJ attorney. The letter comes as part of the House GOP's probe into the office of Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, 
who is leading the case against Trump in New York. Okay, folks, so this is how it's going down, okay? The House Judiciary is inviting Matthew Colangelo, senior counsel to New York City, uh, New York County District Attorney's Office, okay? He's he's to appear for a transcribed interview. Let's go back. He was hired, uh, Colangelo was hired in December of 2022 to target Trump and manufacture charges against a Republican president and presidential and his pre- and, and, and presidential candidate for 2024. He, according to Joe Hoft at the Gateway Pundit, is the real culprit behind the Get Trump radicals in New York. According to Mike Davis, who was on Steve Bannon's war room, Colangelo was the guy brought in from the DOJ to make this happen. Davis noted that uh, Matt Colangelo is a link between the Biden DOJ and DA Bragg and their corrupt acts in targeting and putting together this totally bogus indictment against President Trump. He was in the Obama White House and the Biden DOJ, and he was brought in to indict President Trump. He is the brains behind the operation, along with uh, Meg Reese. They're the ones really doing it. Uh, Alvin Bragg, not even a puppet. He's just, he's just a, a figurehead, if you will. So we know that Obama was the first, not the first, but the first to turbocharge the weaponization of the alphabet agencies. Linda Lerner at the IRS, James Comey at the FBI, and then, of course, we had Brennan and Clapper and all those other guys. Totally plotting against candidate Trump, then president-elect Trump, then President Trump, and then former President Trump. And it doesn't end. According to the House Judiciary Committee, Colangelo has taken part in numerous witch hunt investigations into President Trump. He was hired to jumpstart Alvin Bragg's unprecedented garbage indictment against President Trump earlier this week. And the House Judiciary uh, put this out there. Breaking, Jim Jordan invites Matthew Colangelo, senior counsel to New York County District Attorney's Office, to appear for a transcribed interview and further rinse of the committee's oversight of Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's unprecedented prosecutorial conduct. Colangelo, a former Biden DOJ official and senior attorney at the New York Attorney General's office, has previously taken part in multiple investigation into investigations, plural, into President Trump and was reportedly hired to jumpstart Bragg's stalled investigation into President Trump. Sorry, I just read that for you. Here and the letters here, but we're not going to go through the whole letter. What this is, is Jim Jordan going to the top guy in Bragg's office that's part of the deep state. This is this is the airing out of the deep state. This is as much as Jim Jordan can do. Now, if we actually didn't have a corrupt DOJ, we could get things done. We have not had a Department of Justice run like it should. I don't know when the last one was. Jeff Sessions did a great job getting the child diddlers and traffickers. Got to give him credit for that. Weak on going against the deep state. That's why President Trump said, hey, don't go after the Clintons because he knew Jeff Sessions didn't have the spine to do it anyway. Then he had Matt Whitaker in there as the interim guy before he brought in big disappointment Bill Barr. And Whitaker said, there's enough to go after Hillary Clinton. He would have done it, but no, President Trump passed him up for swamp creature Bill Barr. And look, President Trump was fooled. I was fooled. A lot of people were fooled. People that I trust in D.C., like Jim Jordan and others, said, hey, uh, Bill Barr is going to do the deal. And he didn't. 
And obviously we have Merrick Garland, which is a monumental freaking joke. Not just a joke, but an enemy to the people. So we got Jim Jordan aiming for the top. Exposing the deep state. Incredible, incredible uh, action by him. Once again, it's not the end-all, be-all, but it's something. Happy Easter. I'll have more reports for you. Actually, I had a live stream I did a couple hours ago. There's some sort of processing error on my live stream that I did on Friday evening. It's like in limbo land. If you follow me on social media, you were able to see it. You still might be able to see it. Go to social media and see if you can see that live stream. It's kind of just stuck in limbo. I was on a chat with... Um, with YouTube and they and, and you know and they get me some new guy reading a script. I even asked him if he was AI. He goes, "I'm not AI. I'm a real person." And I was like, "Okay, well, what you're telling me is like Mickey Mouse stuff." I said that respectfully. This you're answering questions. I'm not a novice. I had a very specific question. They said, "Give it 24 hours." I jumped on there and the live stream like buffers and stops and and if you can even see it. So if you want to see it, go on there. Once all's fixed, you might be able to see it later on. But I want to get th- th- these news stories were were the news stories I was going to present to you tomorrow morning. But I'm doing it now, so these may you may be watching this out of order. I don't know, but do me a favor if you do want to be notified when I do live streams and I I have these uploads, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. I give you real news every day, generally twice a day. This being Easter weekend, that's probably not going to be the case. I will have something for you on Easter Day, but it may not be two, but I'll probably have two for you tomorrow and then again on Monday. So like, share, and subscribe. Hit the notification bell on YouTube. Hit the follow or whatever whatever the follow or subscribe button is on the podcast format of this show. And don't forget, we do have a sister channel on YouTube called the BCP Report. Check that out. The links everything I mentioned are down below. And then our off-platform show is called BCP Unfiltered. I dropped episode 315 today, Friday the 7th. Check it out. Check it out. It's about, let's just say, are demons and the regressive left the same thing? Watch episode 315 and you'll know what I'm talking about. Happy Easter, folks. I'll be back. I'll be back. Thanks for your patience.